Welcome to a life-changing encounter with the Word of God, presented to you from the Kodesh, Lighthouse Chapel International. This great teaching provides clear and straightforward answers for anyone desiring to walk according to the Word of God. Enjoy some of the most comprehensive and down-to-earth teachings as taught at the Lighthouse Chapel International. Every praise is to our God, every word of worship Somebody put your hands together for Jesus. Are you excited to be in church this morning? Hallelujah. Well, we want to take our memory verse um, this morning and then we will be moving on. Romans chapter 6 and verse 12. Romans chapter 6 verse 12. Okay. Can everybody stand? I see some people at the back seated. I don't know what is the reason. Once you are in the church, let's, let's all give honor to God. It's very important, especially when it comes to the word of God. Romans chapter 6, verse 12. Can we take it together? Ready, go. Let, oh, sorry. Let's take the address first. Romans chapter 6, verse 12. Let not sin, therefore, reign in your mortal body, that you should obey it's in the last thereof. Romans chapter 6, verse 12. Can we take it again? Romans chapter 6, verse 12. Let not sin therefore reign in your mortal body, that ye should obey it in the last thereof. Romans chapter 6, verse 12. Okay. Maybe we should take it just one more. Okay, go. Romans chapter 6, verse 12. Let not sin therefore reign in your mortal body, that ye should obey it in the last thereof. Romans chapter 6, verse 12. Amen. Okay, can we take it? Right. Ready, go. Romans chapter 6, verse 12. Let not sin therefore reign in your mortal body, that ye obey it in the last thereof. Romans chapter 6, verse 12. Amen. Let us pray. Father, we thank you so much for this morning. Holy Spirit, we welcome you. Please have your way in our midst. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Please be seated. I also understand that the um, gathering service last Sunday, the CD is out. And um, 
where God commands his blessings. I want to encourage you. Those of you who were there all night, we saw the Lord commanding his blessing over us. Amen. So get the message and listen to it, and you will be blessed. Hallelujah. Turn with me to John chapter 6. John chapter 6. And I'm reading from verse 66. John chapter 6 from verse 66. So, 666. (laughs) Forgive. From that time, many of his disciples went back. Mercy. And walked no more with him. Then said Jesus unto the twelve, Will you also go away? (laughs) Then Simon Peter answered him and said, Lord, to whom shall we go? Thou hast the words of eternal life. And we believe and are sure that thou art Christ, the Son of the living God. Jesus answered them, Have not I chosen you, twelve, and one of you is a devil? He spake of Judas Iscariot, the son of Simon, for he it was that should betray him, being one of the twelve. Today I want to share with you, I don't know how many I can give to you, but I want to share with you 20 reasons why you must be a permanent member. Is it a good idea? Tell somebody 20 reasons why you must be a permanent member of the church. Amen. Now, you can see from this passage that people normally don't stay around. Yeah. Especially when things don't go the way they are expecting. When things are not what they were looking for, when they look at the one, two, three, say, you know what? I'm checking out. Abandonable later. And they leave. So the Bible says that Jesus was preaching. I think the message he was preaching, the people didn't like it. It was a hard message. People had come, they had gathered because not too long, earlier on in the chapter, he fed 5,000 people with bread and fish, shawarma. So, I think that people realize that, wow, this church, it would be, if you go there, there will be food for you. So, let us go. So, they had gathered. And Jesus, too, when the people gather like that, he will give his message. Bah. Yeah. Sometimes when people gather, you feel that you should give a certain message that will make everybody happy. No. When people want to go, they will still go anyway. So you have to give them the word they need to hear. So Jesus said to them, ah, is it because I gave (laughs) fish and bread to 5,000 people? You have gathered. You are coming to eat. Today I don't have that. I have my body and my, my flesh and my blood. Come and eat. 
The people were bored. What, what are you telling us? Eh? This, that, 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 that. We are going back. We are going to our Roma. We are going to our this day, Catholic church. We are going. Everybody left. We are going to our EP. So it was just left with the 12 disciples. Oh, thousands of people. He looked at them and he said, will you also go after such a message? You see, because sometimes when you come to church, the word that is preached. One guy, he was in church, the pastor was preaching, so he must stop fornicating. This, that, that, that. At the point he got up, if you are preaching, preach. What is this fornication? Fornication, everyday fornication. You see. If the word, I mean, listen, if you are in church and you are preaching something and it is you, nobody knows it is you. As we are sitting here, if I start saying something, nobody will know it's you. So just smile. Amen, pastor. Preach it, pastor. What a word, pastor. Meanwhile, I don't know what When you go back home, you go and make the needed change. But you don't shout at the pastor. Shout at the pastor. What they ahead Reverend is saying that he was preaching somewhere. That somebody was sitting there. Everything he says, I agree. I agree. I agree. I agree. At a point, you say, hey, now, I agree. If I say something you don't agree, what will you do? It's like it's only the things you agree that you are. But you must agree to everything. But the people couldn't handle the message. They left. But you see, it takes people who really understand what we are really in, who stay around. So Peter said, to whom are we going? Who else can preach the way you preach? Who else can give us the word that we need, the way you are giving to us? Who else can help us to have eternal life? Only you. We don't have anybody. And he said, and not only that, we have also come to believe. Verse, is it 69? We have come to believe and we are sure. Oh, are there people who believe and they are sure? People come to church, it's like, the church is like a football team. We are all supporting Manchester. When they play uh, Burnley or which people, and they are not able to score, yeah, Manchester cry, it's not a good team. Let's go to Liverpool, you never walk alone. And then we are just moving to and fro. Yeah, because we are not sure of what we believe in. But he said, and we, we believe and are sure. We are sure. We are sure. We know. We are sure of this thing. We are sure that you are the son of God. We are sure of it. We were there when the heavens opened. The voice spoke from heaven and said, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. We are sure of you, Jesus. The question is, are you sure of the church? Are you sure of the place you are today? Are you sure of the pastors that God has given to you? Are you sure? Because if you are not sure, you will join the others who are going. So Peter said, we have nowhere else to go. We are right here with you, Jesus. Yeah. You see, 
this type of going away and all is part of life. People leave, and that is why even in politics, it happens. Somebody says, I'm with this party. Next moment they come on the air. They are announcing that they are not with this party again. They've joined this party. Hey! It happens in marriage. Yeah. Which is what makes when somebody leaves so painful. Because sometimes people tell you, I'm with you. I'm with you. I am sure about you. You are the only mosquito in my net. The day I saw you, my heart jumped from the left to the right. Ah, I love you so much. I will give you my heart and I will use battery. I don't know. I will swim across the ocean to get ice cream and bring to you. Hey! It's giving you raps. But you will see that when it comes to the cracks, the person will just leave you. Say, hey, is that how the world is? It's so painful. It's so painful. So, ladies, don't just listen to the raps. But people have raps. One day the Bible says in 2 Kings chapter 10 and verse 15, there was a king called Jehu. He was riding in his chariot. Then he met a gentleman called Jehunadab. The Bible says that as soon as Jehunadab saw him, he saluted him. Raps. Eh, Chief Justice. Manager. Yes, sir. Director. Bosokes here. Bosobago. The guy said, brother, it's not about rap, so. He said, it's your heart with me. As my heart is with you. He said, it is. He said, then if it is, give me your hand. I need your action. I need the things that show that you are with me more than the raps you are giving to me. So, sisters, be careful. When the brother is giving raps to you, he says, I'm going to be with you. You are this, you are that. Find out where he has come from, what he did to the other lady. But it happens everywhere, even in church. It happens. People leave. And that is why we need to preach such a message. And for us as pastors, it's also painful that our heart is with you, but your heart is not with us. You are seated here. We, we go through everything you go through. Yesterday, you should see me. I was at a funeral after the all night. I was tired. I'm sure if I had said that I'm tired, I can't come. It, 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 I understand. And my father died. He didn't come. My mother, I had to be there. We have to be there with you. When you have sometimes one day we can go for outdooring, then we go for funeral, then we come for wedding, then we go in. Our life just goes, we cry, then we laugh, we cry like that. Then one day you just get up here, you leave without even saying bye bye to us. You just leave and go. It's no fine. Tell the next person, it's no fine. So if the devil is ministering that to you, tell the devil, hey, 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 it's no fine. I cannot do that. the church. Be in the church properly and be involved so that you can benefit from the church. Anyway, 20 reasons why. This is just an introduction. (laughs) 
Let me give you the reasons because if I don't take care, I will just go into all sorts of things. Right? Are you there? Tell the next person, don't be like a young man who cannot decide to stay at one place. Every sister you see, you like. You are talking to every sister. The sisters don't know which one you like. You have a chain of broken hearts. Everyone is your type. How can it be? A sign of maturity is when you can look at one sister and say, you are the one I like. Everybody else, go to the background and you marry the person and you are with the person for the rest of your life. That is maturity. Not that you are walking around any sister, you are just touching and holding and hugging. Some of you hug by heart. You hug a contractor. You see the sisters. You love to hug too much. It's not every sister you hug. Uh, there are some people after hugging them, certain things are releasing to you. Uh, let me, I don't know why I get into this thing. Number one. Reasons why you must be permanent. You will have consistent pastoral care and oversight. If you are permanent in the church. Choristers, are you writing? Hey, you see you. You cannot be in church and not write. When you are in church, you must have the mind that this message, one day me too, I will preach it somewhere. Even if you are not going to preach it right. Consistent pastoral care and oversight. You know, when you even ask the doctors, it is not good for you. You have Dr. Sobojo as your doctor. Uh, uh, Dr. Tamaklo is your doctor. Uh, Metewebele is your doctor. Uh, Tamate is your doctor. You have doctors all over the place. Oh, doctor, is it a good idea? So, this one has your, this thing. Another one, too, is taking care of. So, this one will prescribe. Doctor, tell us. This, this is a doctor. Actually, the doctor Tamate I'm talking. This is a doctor Tamate. <laughs> Bishop, it's not good at all. It's not good at all. Tell us why. Because you must choose one doctor and attend to what the doctor says. Follow the instructions. It will be better for you. To be better. If you keep changing from doctor to doctor, you will get several instructions. Mm. You will not be able to follow. You'll be confused. You will not get better. So it's not good. That's all. Several instructions. So if you are going to see us as your doctors, you must decide to stay. Because you see, we know your problem. When you move to another place, they they now have to know you some more to know your problem. Your history is here. We have the, the, the folder. Everything is there. We know your problems. We know that sometimes you, you go off a bit. Sometimes you do this. So we know how to manage you. We know how to take care of you. We know how to watch over you. We have your father. So stay with us. We are going to give you the best pastoral care ever. We promise by the grace of God to take good care of you. We will take good care of you. We will watch over you. Oh yeah. This one, I'm also doing the campaign. Campaign for you to stay in the church. It's my manifesto I'm giving to you. I will make sure that you will be visited. I will make sure that we pray for you. 
I'll make sure that God blesses you. I will make sure that things are going well in your life. Lift your heart and shout yes. Please allow me to be your pastor. So that I can look through your folder and give you good pastoral care. Yeah. And that's God's desire. When you read Luke chapter 10, the Bible talks about the story of the Good Samaritan. I'm sure you all know it. Uh, a man who was traveling from Jerusalem to Jericho. The Bible says that he went down to Jericho. When you go to Jerusalem, you see when you are going to Jericho, it goes down. But that's how it is. Anytime you are moving from the place where God is to another place, you go down. Mm? Bible says that Jonah moved from the presence of the Lord. He went down to Tarshish. And then when he went into the ship, he went down. Everything is going down. Once you go away from Jerusalem, you'll be going down. But anyway, that's another message. Now, <laughs> as he was traveling, armed robbers attacked him. They beat him. They took everything. And they left him for dead. And the Bible says that the priest came to pass. A Levite, they didn't mind him. But there was this good Samaritan who came around and saw him. And the Bible says that he had compassion on him. And he took him. Verse 30, what? 33. 33. But a certain Samaritan as he journeyed came where he was. And when he saw him, he had compassion on him. Verse 34. And went to him, bound up his wounds, pouring in oil and wine, set him on his own beast, brought him to an inn, and took care of him. Verse 35. And on the morrow when he departed, he took out two pence and gave them to the host and said unto him, Take care of him. And whatsoever thou spendest more, when I come, I will repay. Beautiful. We are just like this person who was attacked. The devil attacks us, makes our life miserable. And then one day God sends somebody to preach the gospel to you. And your life is saved. And then they bring you to the inn. The inn is the house of God. The church. Hallelujah. So when they bring you to the church, they take care of you. Good word. Everything. Provide everything. Then he said that take care of him. This is God giving instruction. He brings you to the house of God. He said take care of him. I'm going. When I come back, I will bring you back. That's why pastors, we must be good overseers. Yeah. Because one day God will pay us back. But you need oil to be poured on your wounds. You need wine to keep you strong, to keep you going. So all these things will be provided for you in the church. Wine is symbolic of the Holy Spirit. Oil is also symbolic of the Holy Spirit. So when the oil and the wine are working together, your life is a blessed life. Hallelujah. So God wants you to have consistent pastoral care. And that is why he brings you to the church. And listen, like I was saying, if the message is being preached, you may think that, oh, I'm the only bad person here. This thing they are saying. No. Add 
lot of people have the same problem. Don't be deceived by the way people are looking on. People have issues. Maybe we are talking about divorce in marriage. Don't divorce your wife. You say, oh, hey, yeah. The pastor is preaching about me. This church, when you come, they preach about you. I am going. No, there are a lot of people also considering that. So don't think that you are the only one. Receive the word. Be blessed by the word and just move on. Put your hands together for Jesus. Number two, you will have consistent pastoral feeding. The first one is consistent pastoral care and oversight. Second one is consistent pastoral feeding. Now, what is the principal duty of a pastor? Jeremiah chapter 3, verse 14 and verse 15. The Bible says, Turn, O backsliding children, say the Lord, for I am married unto you, and I will take you one of a city and two of a family, and I will bring you to Zion. Zion is a church. So God will take you from wherever you are, one from your family, one from your town, one from Kashima, one from Odoko, one from this place, bring you to Zion, where the house of God is. Now, when you see a colon, go back, verse 14. A colon, it means that what is coming is going to explain what has just been said. So when you read the Bible, look at all these things. So verse 15 says that, and I will give you pastors after my own heart, which shall feed you with knowledge and understanding. Hallelujah. So the reason why God saves you and brings you to Zion, which is the church, is that he wants you to be fed with knowledge and understanding. The only place you can be fed is in the church. Or any of these books will not feed you in the way you must be fed. You must be in the church and hear the word of God. Knowledge and understanding. That is what you need. Without that, you will not do well. It's not every fruit that makes a person grow. Yeah. You see, and the good thing about it is that because we are the ones feeding you, we know what we gave to you yesterday. So we know what to give to you today. Balanced diet. But if you came today, we felt, oh, let's give you toffee. You add the toffee, then you say, I'm going to another church. When you go there, they will also give you toffee because they don't know you ate toffee last week. And then you move to another church, toffee. If you keep eating toffee, what is going to happen to you? Which one is Ode Poa? You can't grow on toffee or even popcorn. Popcorn is one of the things you can eat a lot of, but when you finish, you wonder, what have I eaten? How, how many know what I'm talking about? Popcorn. You eat, uh, sometimes you even get tired of eating it. So today you came, we gave you popcorn. So next week, I'm going to Angels Delight International Ministries. When you go, they also give you popcorn. Because they don't know you ate popcorn last week. Maybe one is sugar popcorn, one is salt popcorn. 
Then you go to another place. You eat the same thing. You will never grow. But when you are here, we know that, oh, last week we gave you popcorn. Today maybe we should make it kenke and shito. And some fried fish. Soft kenke. Otimkala. Hot and soft. The baby is on pork on the side to balance it. Oh, it's too powerful. It's too powerful. It's too powerful. <laughs> it's working with the pork. Then next week we see that, oh, let's give you some tea. Some something. It's just, we, we just vary because see, also there are different people in the church. There are fancy uh, born again people in the church. They are, they are gone born again. So, as we are giving the, the king cake on this side, then the fancy people too are receiving some sausage and tea on this side. And salad. Then the Ashantis are also receiving some spiritual fufu. Sometimes the word will be pounding the word, pounding the word, pounding the word, pounding the word, pounding the word. That is why Jeremiah said, your word was found and I did them. Because the word is food. As you have the word, you will be growing and doing well. If you keep moving from one church to another, you will not do well. And God is so particular about feeding the sheep. When you read the scriptures, even with Peter, he said to Peter, do you love me? Say, if you love me, feed my sheep. So Peter also, in 1 Peter chapter 5, from verse 1, when he wrote to the church, he said to them, he said, feed the flock. Feed the flock. Acts 20, 28, Paul wrote to the church, he said, feed the flock. God wants us to feed the flock. The whole of Ezekiel chapter 34 was dedicated to feeding the flock. God spoke to the shepherds. He said, you say you are shepherds. You have left them. You are not feeding them. Feed them. I want you to feed them. Look after them. Wow. God is interested in you being fed. Oh, may you stay in the church. May you have the right kind of food. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Amen. Number three. We are about ending. The reason why you must be permanent in the church because you are part of a family. You have not just, you have not just joined a football club that you decide to change the club. You are part of a family. Amen. Ephesians chapter 3 and verse 13. Wherefore I desire that ye faint not at my tribulations for you which is your glory. He said, for this cause, I bow my knees unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, of whom the whole family in heaven and on earth is named. Yeah. There is a family in heaven and there's a family on earth. It's too powerful. You need to understand this so that you, you can be really comfortable in the church. We, we are family. Last week I was telling you Psalm 68 verse 6. Bible says that God sets the solitary in families. 
That is something God likes doing. He's, he he likes to put people who are alone to families. So he wants you to be in a family so that you'll be well catered for. So as you have joined the church, you have joined not just any group, you have joined a family. Hallelujah. And nobody goes, you are in your family, you decide, I'm no longer in the family. It doesn't happen. Yeah. No matter what, you can change your name. You are still a member of the family. Yeah. You are Chapman, isn't it? You can decide that you are now Patchman. It doesn't change who you are. You are still a Chapman. Your mother is still your mother. Yeah. You see, so once you are in the church, you need to be in it. You are in the family. You can't change your family. You are in it. Yeah. It's a family. One day I was reading the scripture. I was at a funeral. And I just, a brother who spoke to me first about Christ. Many, many years ago, he passed away. And I was invited to come for his one year. And the Lord led me to share that scripture. And I was so blessed in First Thessalonians chapter 4. In verse 15, the Bible says that, give me the message Bible. If you have the message Bible, message. He said, and then this, we can tell you with complete confidence, we have the master's word on it, that when the master comes again to get us, those of us who are still alive will not get a jump on the dead and leave them behind. Natural fact, they will be ahead of us. 16 says that, master himself will give the command, archangel thunder, God's trumpet blast, he will come down from heaven and the dead in Christ will rise first. Verse 17, he said, then the rest of us who are still alive at the time will be caught up with them into the clouds to meet their master. Now verse 18 is the verse. He said, oh, we'll be walking on air. And there will be one huge family reunion. Hallelujah! In fact, when I read that verse, I was so happy. I prayed from that place. I said, listen, we are, even though we are here on earth, there's a family in heaven. They are waiting for us. One day there will be a family you in your in heaven. We need to be a part of that. And I said, our brother is gone. He joined the family in heaven. He used to be in the family on earth. Now he's going to join the family in heaven. One day, there'll be a family reunion. We will all come together. Yeah. They are as real in heaven as we are here on earth. And that's why it is believed that when Job, God, God multiplied everything of Job, he didn't multiply his children. Everything else, he gave him double. By his children, he didn't give him double. He gave him the same number. Because the other ones are still in heaven. So when these ones go and join them, it will be double. That's it. That's it. Stay in the family. Enjoy the family. In fact, when you are properly in church, you will find that even sometimes the church family is even stronger than your own biological family. Yeah. For me, that's what happens. Sometimes my brothers call me and say, hey, now we don't see you at all. Charlie, it's not me. These my people, my brothers that I have here. I need to take care of them. I have a big family here. Hey! See, somebody saying, 
So can't we leave the church? See the question you are asking eh? <laughs> You can leave. We haven't locked the doors. You can leave if you want to. But listen, mind always leaving is not a good mind. Yeah. When you go to a place like America, eh? divorce is normal. Oh, I was in um, Atlanta. We were driving. I saw a big billboard. Big. They have written on it. Uh, want a divorce? Call 1-800-DIVORCE. That's it. You can never forget this number. So when you are driving, you are, you are looking at the thing. You are tired of your wife. You take your phone, 1-800. They will divorce you. They have drive-through divorce. When you arrive, say, no more, no more. It's over. It's wild, though. There was another one they've written. When diamonds are not forever. 1-800-DIVORCE. Yeah, it's like the diamond they put. It is not forever. So, anybody marrying has that mind that this thing is not forever. We, we can come out of it. So, divorce in America is wild. Even the pastors, a lot of pastors you see on TV, they are all divorced. Yeah. A friend of mine, he took his wife to America. He was there and he asked his wife to join him. As they were around, small, no, she said she wants a divorce. He said, come on. They packed their things. Let's go back to Ghana. When they came back to Ghana, that mind changed. It went away. Correct. He said, I'm not going to divorce again. Correct. Because that place, they will support you. They will help you to divorce. So it's not a good spirit. When you have that mind, you will be the candidate that the devil will be looking out for in the church. There's somebody here who is thinking about leaving. So don't have that mind. Look at all the things I'm mentioning. God wants you to be blessed. God wants the pastor to take care of you. Your life will be better when you stay in the church. I don't think you should go away. You should not go away. I pray that you stay in this family. I pray that you, you remain permanent in this family. Don't go away. We want to take good care of you. We want to watch over you and give you good pastoral care. Your life will be different. Next time when people see you, they say, hey, is this you? It's you. The people we went to win at uh, Kwashima, they have now become part of our family. They are part of us. I'm sure some of them may be around. They'll be in the next service. But we are all one big family. Let's stay together. Let's serve to God together. And I believe our lives are going to be better. Hey, my time is up. Stay your feet. Put your hands together for Jesus. Hallelujah. Lift up your hands to the Lord and speak to God. Pray to God that God should help you to be a permanent member. Maybe you just joined. Maybe somebody invited you. You've been around. You are still not sure this is a good time to pray and commit yourself to God. Maybe you gave your life to Christ last month. You want to say, Pastor, help me. I like this church. I believe this is my church. Pray that God will help you.
that you will stay in the church and do your best. Lift up your cups and pray. Just a minute or two. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Yes. 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 To follow Jesus, I have decided. Oh, yes. To follow Jesus, I have decided. I have decided. To follow Jesus. To follow Jesus. No turning back. No turning back. No turning back. Oh, yes. No turning back. The cross before me. The cross before me. The world behind me. The world behind me. Cross before me. The cross before me. The world behind me. The world behind me. Cross before me. The cross before me. The world behind me. The world behind me. No turning back. No turning back. Oh, yes, Lord. No turning back. This morning, with every head bowed, with all eyes closed, maybe you are here, somebody invited you. You are not born again. You don't know Jesus as Lord and Savior. God has good plans for you. He wants to save you. He wants to take good care of you. He wants to make sure that you make it one day to heaven you will join the spiritual family in heaven one day. Today, if you are here, you have not surrendered your life to Jesus. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my heart to Jesus. If you are here like that, just lift up your right hand. I'm going to pray with you. You want to give your life to Jesus. God bless you. I see your hands. God bless you. I see your hands over there. God bless you. Let it go up. Let it go up above your head. God bless you. I see many hands lifted. God bless you. God bless you. If you have lifted up your hand, do one more thing. Move out of your seat. Come to the front. I want to pray with you. Come. I clap for them as they come. I hope the communion is being worked on. Please. Follow Jesus. Come all the way. Keep clapping. Keep clapping. I have decided. Pastors, let's do this quickly. Eh? To follow come all the way. Jesus. Keep clapping for them. Keep clapping. Wow. I have decided. Oh. To follow Jesus. No turning back. No turning back. No turning back. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you coming to join us? Those of you in front, lift up your two hands and let's pray. It's a sign of surrender. I want you to repeat after me. Say, Lord Jesus, this morning, I thank you for shedding your blood to wash away my sins. Please forgive me all my sins. Come into my heart. Make me a new person. Please write my name in the Lamb's Book of Life. From today, I will serve you for the rest of my days. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. 
Amen. We believe you have been blessed by this powerful teaching from the Kodesh, Lighthouse Chapel International. For further inquiries, please call 030-7010-444. That's 030-7010-444. God richly bless you.